0: Previously, on Forever GM Presents Quest, the party finally arrived at the ruins of Calcarius in their search for the cut of the fen, but they weren't alone. They could hear the voice of another individual within the ruins. After spending some time observing the situation, they introduced themselves and learned that she was a fellow adventurer named Marla, who was also in search of the ruins. They made the decision to team up and work together to help their chances of making it out alive. And after using the chaos gem they had found on their journey to destroy a wall blocking the way to the entrance, they began their descent into the ruins of Calcarius. Will Sumatra fit in this doorway down these stairs?
1: Let's say no. Let's say as they head downwards, they get really nervous.
2: Aww. Oh, I'm staying out here.
1: Would you like them to stay out here, tie them up, or just leave them out here?
0: Uh, I think we should just let Sumatra free, right? Yeah, we should probably let him free.
1: That's fair, yeah. They,
0: they've they helped us out so much, and it's only fair that we repay them by not making them stay here in the ruins of Calcarius any longer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what if what if they get all lonely? Who was the most friendly with Sumatroph? Who like fed them? Probably Jaxer, because Jaxer always has the pennycress.
0: Yeah, I think I fed Sumatroph some pennycress.
1: Ah, Jaxer, before you all like split off, Sumatroph like gives you like the biggest lick from like uh, from like toe to head, like blah. Oh, I love Sumatroph <laughs> so much.
0: You so sure?
1: Because you're like covered in saliva. Uh-huh, I
0: love it. I love it. I'm slimy, and I love it. And I say, Summertruff, I'm gonna miss you too.
3: We'll meet again, Jaxer, Be f- be sure to dry off, or you're gonna catch a cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the ruins of Cacarius, the stonework is how can I say it? It's not really ivory, but kind of like an off white, almost like a seashell. It's most of the vine, uh, most of um, most of the stone. Is worked, and it has like green hatching on it. It's it's. It could be moss. It could be something etched into the stone. It's been years enough that you do not re- like. You can't figure this out. But the runes of Calicarius are. They have a strangely mossy scent. Can everyone please give me one detail? It's what I call the round robin. And this time, let's start with Alec. Oh, L- elegy.
2: Okay, a detail about the caverns. Well, the I ruins in, as the a whole. ruins. Uh, I'm going to say there are um, bats. There's like fuzzy purple bats that are flittering around.
1: They're particularly plump. They're um, when they're fully wrapped around, they look nothing more than a fuzzy fruit hanging from the ceiling.
2: Yes, adorable. And I'm, I'm reaching up like, oh, what a delicious fruit, and then it sort of unfurls its wings, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Versus uh, regular bat screech, it makes, like, a faster chittering noise. They're fruit bats. Literally. Okay, Akoko, what's a detail that you noticed about the ruins? There is a kind of strange
4: smell in here, uh, and it smells like a little bit like rotting fruit, to kind of go along with that theme of we think that these fuzzy creatures are fruit at first, but... I don't think we see immediately where this smell of, like, sweet rotting fruit is just yet anyway.
1: Okay. Hellion.
3: So I think in, we're kind of heading in, right? In the first large chamber that we get to on the ceiling, there's this extremely uh, detailed engraving of, like, a large face kind of making a face like the mr yuck sticker just a big old (laughs) big old tongue coming out and coming out of its mouth are a bunch of super recognizable like deities or holy symbols from our world but Mm -hmm. the face itself does not look like anything any of us have ever seen
1: Okay, because I had the mental image, it kind of looked like those axolotl salamanders. Yes! Because I'm like, Ah. if the creation deity was an axolotl, I would die. It's so good. Heck yeah. That's
3: what it is now. It just Mm -hmm. went
1: blah! (laughs) Blah! Oh!
2: The great blah!
3: The titanic god that birthed all others.
1: Out from its mouth. Blah. It's adorable. The blah It started the world. (laughs) That's so good. That's good. Ah... Jaxer. Um I'm going
0: to say that the air down here and we probably noticed it as soon as we stepped to the top of the steps um and especially once we get inside the air is just like hot and extremely humid it's like heavy and thick and in a way foreboding.
1: Interesting. I like it. As you all travel deeper into the ruins of Golcarius. Um the heavy, humid, foreboding feeling that you uh, that you have. You notice that there's very similarly to the rooftop facing with with I don't know what to call these. These Axel salamanders. Axamanders. Yeah. Ah, I like that. Let's go with Axamanders. I, I give you inspiration even though I don't have the the authority. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of depictions of these along the hallways. Uh, You'll note that there's etchings sometimes in the wall on the ceilings of just, like, tiny little, like, aximander like babies. And they're drawn as if they're, like, walking down it. Like, um, you actually... It's actually, like, so... Well done you actually think they're there.
3: Whoa, okay. You know? Yeah, you know like I mean? you come around a corner and you're like, "Oh, they're Oh no, wait.
1: <laughs> it's on the wall." Yeah, And they're like they're they're tiny, but there's like a, a numerous amount of these. It's kind of part of the aesthetic of this whole place.
0: i like to think that Jaxer consistently and just constantly gets startled by them every time he like turns his head in a different direction. He's like, Whoa, "Oh." oh really.
1: <laughs> it takes several minutes, like a solid 10. Uh, but as you go down a series of steps. I- I'm assuming none of you are like checking for traps or anything. I haven't like.
3: No, not really. every
2: 10 foot step. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I don't I don't think Jax is taking the time to do that. No, nah, I'm, I'm a road knight. I've never done dungeoneering in my life. I don't know to look out for anything.
4: <laughs> Why would anyone want to hurt anyone
1: in this sacred place? That's what a cocoa thinks. Yeah, right. We're trying to,
0: we're trying to do good stuff. <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs>
1: Yep. As you head all the way down a series of steps, you hear a rustling. As you break into a new chamber, it doesn't have a door for one. But as you enter it, on three of the walls, there is a single brown door. On the ceiling, there is a thick canopy of vines and leaves. Well, I
0: don't think that any of these walls are the walls with no door.
1: Did we did we
4: actually just find the wall with no door immediately? The thing we blew up, that's probably it, right?
3: That is an interpretation of that. Now, can you remind me of all the different
2: things we were supposed to find? I'm busy remembering my prophecy thing.
4: There's, like, there's darkness, a cape of blood, tower of might, cast a shadow, teardrops on eyes, fen below waters. That, that's all I got for our, our, our clues. Fen below okay. waters. Whoa. Okay.
3: Well, if we find a fen down here, that might be it because we're beneath some amount of water. I don't know. We'll see. Right.
1: You know, on each of the doors, there is, but not necessarily a doorknob because that's like totally gauche, uh, but kind of, <laughs> of like this like indent uh, where you it looks like you could slide it to the right. Oh,
0: okay. So they, they look like sliding doors?
1: Yes. Okay. So it's a room
4: and there's a door in each of the three walls. And then there are a bunch of vines up top. Do the vines in any way look special, or do they look like any other vines we've ever seen? Like, would they be something cool that we'd want to, like, poke?
1: Um, I don't know. What do they look like to you?
4: Um, I'm thinking, like, kind of underground vines. I'm actually thinking something that probably looks like a conglomeration of fungi interconnected with each other and covered in, like,
1: moss. (laughs) Sure, let's go with that. I'm not the biggest fan of fungi, but we'll go with it. Oh, boy. Uh, I would note that even in this interconnected grove of fungi, there seems to be like leaves, like a lot of leaves. Mm-hmm. That's
0: interesting. Are they like dead, like dried leaves?
1: Um, They look alive.
0: Okay. So it's like they're growing in there, like some, like some plant is intertwined in there.
4: Yes. So they might be delicious is what you're saying.
0: Or deadly. S- do you think we should just like open one of these doors?
3: That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, what if we go the wrong way? Well, then we'll come back and go the right way.
4: If we're all together, we'll be totally fine. Friendship trumps everything. And we're supposed to do three quests, right? So we probably have to go into each and every one of these doors. And then, I don't know, maybe at the end of like the last one or something, like a door will open up in a wall or something. And that'll be the wall with no door.
3: Okay. Okay. That seems reasonable. All right. Let's, you want to go left to right?
4: Felix is like, that sounds like a great idea. Thank you, Felix. This is why we're becoming fast
1: friends.
3: Felix, mm-hmm. you're so supportive. Wait, Felix likes the idea I'm suddenly suspicious. Well, you're always suspicious, though, if you think about it.
1: Yo, that hurts. Just because, what, what? I I got you with my, you know, gotcha thing, but like, <laughs> just because I tried to swim and I forgot that I couldn't swim, now you're like... Hey man, what up?
3: I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about or what any of those words you said, meant, So I'm gonna go open this door. <laughs> I just turned it's left.
4: Probably something his father said to him.
3: Oh yeah. I go to go to the door on our left, and I try to slide it open.
1: It's really stuck in. You'd either need a strength check or more people to help you. I'll help. Right, uh, Coco
3: is much stronger than all of us, so let's yeah, let's get up in on this.
1: Yep. Yeah, let's
4: do it together, friendship.
3: You're also like seven feet tall with the ears, aren't you?
4: I'm I'm seven foot three inches without the ears. Oh my goodness! Yo. Oh my god! You're
0: so big. I forgot about that.
1: I'm so big.
0: Jaxer's like five feet.
3: Oh my goodness! So, did you still want us to roll uh, with multiple people?
1: Two of you. I'll 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 allow at least two of you to roll. In.
3: Okay, I got a twelve. Okay.
1: Uh, Thirteen. Ooh. Ah, those are both successes. Nice. I, I say that's more than good enough. Uh, as like a bunch of you like gather on inside, and the two of you like try to slide open the door. Uh, you fully slide it open to reveal a stone wall right behind Aww. it. You hear a heavy clunk, and the two walls opposing each other—not the one that you originally came from, but the ones on the left and right—they start rumbling. And slowly pushing in. Oh,
0: oh! Oh! Uh! Uh!
1: Let's open another door really quick. Which door? The door? Uh, oh, by the way, the door that you came out of
0: shuts. Okay.
1: Oh. Uh- and this one doesn't have a handle.
0: So let's go like the one that's like straight ahead from where we came in.
1: Yes. <sighs> it's slow. It's actually particularly slow. So you might have like a few moments to do this. It's not like very instant.
0: Cool. I run over to that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Jackson, please attempt to open it. Felix will be like, ah, I got you, buddy.
0: Ooh, I got a 15. Nice. I got a 15.
1: He got an eight. Uh. You, it, it It's not so bad. Uh, you get like half of it open until you realize behind it is also stone.
3: Welp. Uh, close the or first. Oh, no, we can't close it. It's
1: <laughs> Open the third door.
3: I got a seven.
1: I got an eight.
3: That's complication right
1: um so uh, okay so it's a success complication you either okay so you're gonna fully open the thing but you either kind of like throw out your back or you like take a point of damage
3: I'm gonna take the point of damage because it's way too early for me to throw (laughs) out my back in this adventure
1: okay take a point of damage okay uh good so you both uh so for Coco it's the same thing yeah I'll take a point of damage
4: no, you know, you know what? I will throw up my back because a cocoa is like sixty years old in human years. So
1: yeah, Crit. All right. Uh, you you're now going to have difficulty on further strength checks until nice. no, otherwise noticed. Um, you attempt to pull it back, and you both pull it back. Like and it, it, this one's like particularly stuck. You kind of have to ram it a little bit to loosen it up. And as you unveil it, and you, and you finally push it all the way to the side, and you and it slams. There's another stone wall. Well. I smashed my
3: fingers for nothing. <laughs> oh
4: gosh!
2: Ooh. Yeah, I, I meanwhile I'm like, you guys, re- you really thought there was going to be anything behind that door? Okay, I'm going to use my uh, my trident to start poking at the ceiling and seeing if that does anything.
1: Uh, LG, you feel a tug on uh, you feel a tug on your uh, uh, trident.
2: This seems maybe something else is
1: helpfully pulling me up. Hello. Uh, do you try holding on to it or do you let go of the trident?
2: Oh yeah, I'm not letting go of my trident.
1: Alright, it uh, like you feel like a heavy tug on trident and it slowly lifts you up.
0: Oh, this is working, grab my hand! Uh, okay. I think Jaxer would kind of panic in this situation and really wants to see what's behind all this um, and feels like he's in danger, so he would uh, probably use burn on, on all these vines on the ceiling. <laughs> do it! yeah let's do it I thought you were gonna do
2: like a nice druid magic you're just burning it all
0: <laughs> <laughs> no way no burn uh it says you blow hot air that swirls around um if you spend one ap then it deals two hit points of damage and sets whatever you're uh targeting ablaze.
1: so the ceiling is now a blaze
0: nice
3: are we still being pulled into it
1: elegy definitely is yep okay uh elegy uh, it's taking a while for it to fully get to you, mm-hmm. the fire. So because you uh, already initiate, uh, initially went through it, uh, but if you allow it to keep going, it'll continuously pull you up.
2: Hmm. <laughs> sure, I'm gonna keep getting pulled up. I'm like, all right, uh, that seems ill-advised, but I'm now off the ground, so I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going this way
4: a cocoa's gonna like hobble forward and grab the last person and try to yank them down and be like you are getting eaten by fire friend
1: please don't uh J- jack sir uh my boy uh, there's fire <laughs> i was nervous i think i think i think Elgie's the only one heading up yes are it's they? just
2: me nobody else grabbed my hand after all
1: so i guess hanging off of elegy
3: is a coco <laughs> yeah so there's a total of six of us in the party right now. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are you about to do? <laughs> I'm thinking of casting shield on each and every one of you us. you have the points for that? Oh, yeah. It's only one point per. Six is so many. Six is a lot. But if we can get up there and like not burn to death, I think it might be worth it. I kind of agree.
1: You're going to use six points to protect everybody?
3: I think I'm going to, yeah. Well, why don't
2: you? Why don't you just put a shield on me? Because I'm the only one who's going into the fire.
1: A cocoa is like
4: literally hanging off of your feet, like trying to prevent you from going into the fire.
3: Well, I'm grabbing onto your feet or something because I'm going too. I hope someone set a timer for how
2: long we were doing this trip.
1: There's definitely a timer. Oh, good.
3: Let's go, go,
2: go.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast uh, freeze on the ceiling now, just to try to put that fire out.
1: I'm going to say it just fails. Oh,
0: okay, uh, okay.
1: Oh. These things happen, Jaxer, we make mistakes. I'm gonna say, since Jaxer's been a casting stuff, he doesn't get to grab onto you. <laughs> uh, the other, two are, the oh, other no. two are also down, and the three of you slowly get pulled up into the ceiling, and that's where we see them for now. Jaxer, you're alone with Felix and uh, Marla. Uh, Marla looks at you and she goes, I'm sorry. Was your idea for every plant to set on fire? Did you did you want us to die Uh, by crushing or burning?
0: I just thought that like that maybe it would like burn up and we could see. um, I mean, you should. You? Did you? Did you? Why didn't you? Why why didn't you grab on to them?
1: I'm, as I would say, not insane. (laughs) Going into either disgusting fungi and burning to death, or perhaps being crushed, I mm-hmm. will risk mm-hmm. on the crush. Okay, well,
0: we're in it now, so. <laughs> you got your wish. Um, I think that Jaxer is going to, well, I'm, I'm going to take out my magic rope and just try to th- like throw one end of it up towards the ceiling, see if anything grabs onto it.
1: As it touches onto the uh, to the fungi, it also starts pulling up your magic rope. Okay. Felix, uh, Felix like, shoves Marla out of the way and, uh, and, like, tries to, like, grapple onto the rope. be like, okay, all right, I'm coming. Felix, that's not cool. <laughs> what? You're going <laughs> up here, too. Why can't I come?
0: Just go. Just go, 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 go. And I, then I try to get Marla on as well.
1: Because you and Felix are last... How much does that shield do? Uh, do again.
3: Uh, it protects from up to three points of damage. Uh, like you have to do more than three points in order to actually get through it. And then once it's gotten through, it's destroyed. Okay,
1: I'm going to roll twenty. If I hit a twenty, it deals more damage. Okay. And I roll the fourteen, meaning uh, the heat attempts to like engulf you. Jaxer, but it, it, it like singes at your skin and you can feel, you can almost feel yourself like a, as you've gone into a sauna or like on the beach and the sand's really hot and you're just laying there like bare skin on the hot sand. It's not comfortable, but you're not dying.
0: Okay. That's probably like a really weird experience. It's probably really jarring to be engulfed in flame and like not burning.
1: Yes and you get pulled up and everyone gets pulled up. And eventually Marla also like um, Marla gives up at some point and she attempts to like go on uh, onto the roof of it. And everyone uh, you feel yourself like shooting up and you break out the other end of all this, of all of all this like mess of things. And when you land on the ground, The area where you are in looks, the ground seems to be made of long, dark leaves, like a thick canopy, as if you shot through the trees into the sky.
0: Whoa. What's above us?
1: Um, more chamber.
2: Is there, is there any sign of what was pulling us? Not sure. Okie dokie.
0: So we're now like, there's a roof above us, but about like, if we look out to the sides, are there walls?
1: You are in kind of this chamber, very similarly to the first one, um, where uh, remember the first one that had the Axolol, like yep. axamander like spitting out like things out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. This time, you see an etching on one of the walls, kind of like in an arch in an archway, like a mural that shows an like an axamander wrapped around the tree.
0: Whoa! Okay.
1: Uh, there's one major hallway uh, from here, but this place, but this nearby area is decorated. Eventually, Marla also shoots out of it, and you notice that the ground that you're on, the leaves, they are not on fire.
0: As soon as I land, Jackson is just gonna be like, "So, uh,
3: did you, uh, did you see the the cool new thing I can do? I can, I can make <laughs> fire now." What? That is, uh, that is a cool new thing. Yeah.
2: i it's a hot new thing.
3: Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was dangerous.
4: That was incredible. What, you've, you've really been working on your magic, young man. I'm so proud of you.
3: It is pretty impressive.
0: And it's
4: important to make mistakes early on, because that's how you grow.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> I, I thought you'd be mad at me.
4: Oh, why would I be mad at you? You tried something.
0: You
2: did light a fire right next to me, so I'm a little mad. To be clear,
4: that's fair.
1: Marla like pats her clothes repeatedly, being like, "I, I'm a, I'm, I'm alive."
0: Oh god, that's right, because you're oh. with the greatest adventurers of all time. Yeah, this is pretty regular for us.
1: I would be best to imagine it would be the night that was part in which I my survival is uh, written upon. Thank you for the that shield of yours.
3: Yeah, no problem. It is a sacred right of my order and it served me well before i just never used it to slowly levitate into fire
1: um i imagine from my analysis of this that wouldn't have been on fire if your compatriot didn't do that yeah no you're very Uh,
3: welcome for the rope thank you for uh. i i don't believe in assigning blame when everyone is uh you know okay in the end i
1: believe in accountability
4: And we're all accounted for. Look at us. No problems here. Glad that's worked out. Where are we going to next?
3: Well, let's have a look-see around this room. Jaxer feels real bad. (laughs) I kind of like give you a little like punch on the shoulder. Like don't beat yourself up, kid.
4: (laughs) Coco has rock candy in her messenger bag and she gives Jaxer a little piece. He's like, mistakes totally happen. It's fine.
1: All right. Uh, Marla at this mural takes out what looks to be a piece of chalk. It, the brilliant stick of chalk flickers as if a candle is inside of it
0: whoa where did you get that
1: oh um oh this this is something my how can i say employer uh, uh once gifted me it's amazing and she starts like drawing on the wall in a large big circle and that's it there's just a large big circle on the wall now what's that going to do this is what one would call portal Uh chalk. If I create another portal with with the same stick, it opens up a hole Uh in which we can go through to the first one.
4: So did you draw one outside so it'd be easier for us to get out?
1: That would have been a great idea. Well, mistakes get made. Tragic. Essentially, in the worst case scenario, and we end up in that case where more walls are collapsing upon us it would perhaps be best if i simply drew a wall um drew a hole and we went right back to the air
2: what would have happened if you drew a circle on one wall drew a circle on the other wall and then the walls got pushed together and you were in the middle where the holes were mm.
4: i love thinking with portals
1: i've always considered the thought of what if you drew a circle on uh, on one, say, book, and you drew a circle on the other book, and then you put one book into the other. And my teacher, uh, how can I have said this better, slapped me upside the head, but in a way that says, do not destroy the um, world. So huh. more than accounted for.
4: So where you come from, people get mad at each other really easily, huh? Where do you come from? I come from Goldenfield. It's this really nice village. There's like, I don't know, a few hundred people there. And it's kind of a small farming community in between a bunch of trade routes. And it's really nice. We all try to help each other. You're welcome to visit anytime.
0: That sounds so nice. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, We usually don't slap each other
1: for trying things. Does it, how can I say this? Is your main export of farming hallucinogens?
4: Oh, if
2: you want hallucinogens, come to my city. We have amazing ones.
4: Ooh. But yours is like underwater, right?
2: Yes, yes. Tariod
1: beneath the waves. So you're saying there's hallucinogenics in the water?
2: But no, we have we have a, a thriving tourist industry. Believe me, the, the underwater problem has been long
1: taken care
4: of. I think that would be great to visit.
1: Sorry. Um You are a very eclectic bunch. Thank you.
2: Only kind of company I travel in.
1: Oh I'm partial. To the ones that are less likely to get me killed. Um, and they sidle up a little bit closer to Hellion. This is fair.
3: Uh, She is really talented. Where are we going, folks?
1: It seems like there's only one more hallway from here.
3: Fair. All right. I'll uh, draw my sword now that I feel a little bit more threatened by this location. <laughs> Not sure I'll have anything to swing it at, but it makes me feel safe yeah. and I'll just move forward.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna say you're leading. Uh what is your marching order?
2: <laughs> I'll go in the back.
1: A Coco will go up front too. So with Helion.
3: Towering over her.
2: <laughs> I've got my uh, I've got my trident out and I'm sort of like, you know, menacingly kind of waving it around just to dissuade anything.
1: Uh, as everyone starts marching off, uh, you feel like a tug on your sleeve. It's Felix.
2: Oh, Felix! I thought I was in back.
1: He kind of stayed back as well, and he's like, "Hey, uh, can I talk to you real quick?"
2: You mean like a real like quick. an employer-employee conference? Because I am definitely going to give you a review.
1: I'm sorry. Am I uh, sorry? Am I working for you? Yeah, like, yeah. About this
2: your boss wants to marry like, me, so I own you. That's basically the transitive property.
1: But he hasn't married you yet, and. I mean, but I think, I think, I, th- I think we're jumping up a couple steps here. We all know like, how it's going to end. But that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. Okay. So like, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so there's this thing that I wasn't very sure of, but like, I'm now more sure of and I'm getting the baddest of vibes.
2: Go on.
1: So like, I swear I've seen that. Uh, I swear I saw that chick before.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. You mean a cocoa or?
1: No, 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 no. Um, the other one, the one that's not the bunny, like Amazon.
2: Marla.
1: Yeah, that one. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen them, and I'm familiar with them,
2: but not like familiar enough to be sure.
1: No, no, no. But, but also, like, but also remember what I was before I, you know, got employed by you. I think I still have been paid. A common thug thug is more than, well, I prefer venture capitalist <laughs> of, of uh, ill-gotten gains.
2: That sounds wonderful.
1: Thank you. Uh, but me knowing who she, uh, but me recognizing her might not be, my father always said, Felix, my son. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, Felix, my son. Can't even say it. Life sucks. And sometimes you can't trust the people that you think you can trust. But you can trust the people you can't trust. And so you need to trust the people you can't trust. That's what my father always said.
2: Okay, so he was thinking about, like, keeping your friends close and your enemies closer type of thing?
1: Yo, that wouldn't make any sense. Why would you want to keep your enemies closer? They'll kill you. Well, they won't kill me. Yeah, but then I'm there, and they'll kill me if they're near you, because I'm supposed to work under you. Wait, I'm getting lost on this metaphor. Uh, (laughs) A metaphor is like a thought with another thought's hat on. Have you ever thought about that?
2: I like that. That's a good one. Whoa. I am fond of hats. So you're saying she might be kind of a shady character, much like your former self
1: little bit my former self i'm all bad baby well
2: we'll see perhaps you can be uh reformed by the power of friendship or whatever
1: is that also some kind of drug because she was talking about hallucinogens oh
3: (laughs) if you want the power of friendship is this
1: a metaphor for something
3: (laughs) no joke i thought that was what he was gonna do when he sidled up to you i thought he was gonna be like yo you were you were talking about some drugs right
2: All right, excellent. Well, it's been great talking with you, Felix, and I will keep watching out, and just, you know what, keep up the good work. And I pat him on the shoulder, and as I pat him, I will touch him and use my knock spell on him, giving him a combination of increased confidence, euphoria, and relaxedness.
1: You all eventually make it to a second chamber kind of, not really a chamber, more like a long series of labyrinthine hallways covered in moss and worked like seashell white stuff. I don't know what to call it. Limestone? And you would find yourself in a series of hallways.
2: And I think as, uh, as Elegy is walking up, uh, with this new information, uh, because she's got a little bit of noir DNA in her, she turns to address the camera directly, uh, and says, So, I thought to myself, I've got this information that I should probably share with some of my companions about our dangerous, or potentially dangerous, new friend, if friend indeed she is, but then I thought, who can I trust to actually act on this information in a useful way or not immediately blurt it out to everyone. The answer, of course, is none of them, so I'm keeping it to myself.
1: Felix walks up to you from behind, all relaxed, and he, like, turns to where you're facing, and it's a wall it's like, what are you looking at?
2: Don't worry about it, Felix. Come on, let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are a series of labyrinthine hallways. How are you all going to go through him?
4: Okay, okay. So, we have 50 feet of rope... And that's not a lot, but we do have it. And I have like flowers and stuff in my bag and I have rock candy and I have a bunch of stuff and I could like drop it and we could drop the rope maybe and our part of the rope. I don't know. Maybe not the rope, but I can drop stuff.
0: That works. Um, do you want to just like p- pick a random way? Like we go right and then left and see what happens.
4: I heard you should always go right. And that's how you get out of a maze.
0: Oh, right. The keep your hand on the wall thing. I heard it was left.
4: Does it really matter which direction? Isn't it just right or left?
0: (laughs) One of us keeps our hand on the right wall. One of us keeps our hand on the left wall.
4: Okay, yeah. We'll split the party. Three of us go left and three of us go right.
3: That's an awful idea.
4: Let's do it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Mm, I prefer keeping you people in shielding range.
4: To be fair, you are keeping
1: us alive.
0: Yeah. All right, let's just do the right-hand-on-the-wall thing.
1: So you all meticulously and carefully go through this maze. All right. Can everyone please roll me a d20? Um, so I do, this, I do this thing called counted successes. Um, this is another GMing technique for any GMs listening to this one. Hello. It's something I stole from uh, Savage Worlds as well as Blades in the Dark. So there's a number of successes that y'all need to hit. Um, I'm counting five and less as zero, six to 15 is one, and above 15 is two. You need to hit a certain number of these, and every time we do a round in which no one, uh, in which this number isn't broken, a thing happens. Okay. Okay. Everyone roll me and what, and what, tell me what they got.
2: I got a 14, which is a one, I guess.
3: Four. I got zero.
4: That's a one, so nothing.
1: And I rolled a five. I also got you no points. You
2: are terrible at keeping your
0: hands on
1: walls. <laughs> so that's a zero, <laughs> one, uh, a zero, one, zero, zero? Yes. You only got one success out of the four of you?
2: is thinking, I don't know. Am I wrong? Should I trust my friends? Are they, in fact, competent? <laughs> and then.
1: <laughs> As you move forward, you hear a heavy creaking above you and a click.
3: thanks for listening to forever gm if you're enjoying the show please consider leaving us a positive review on whatever platform you're using to listen if you want to keep up with the show you can follow us on twitter at the number four ever gm pod that's at forever gm pod or visit our website at www.thenumberforevergm.com that's www.forevergm.com